0: And friends
1: <laughs> you did that okay. I did. <laughs> you did it okay. Welcome, welcome. We're back on Zoom for one week only. Because we're both taking right. both taking summer vacations in the next couple weeks, so we wanted to get you podcast so you can get through our vacation and not get too upset that you're not hearing us. That's right. It's been a few weeks since we did our last podcast. Yeah, well too. you know, Fast X was so epic. We had to let it simmer. So we had to let it simmer out there. The public, <laughs> you know, they, they were so high on it. We got to give them a chance to come back down.
0: Shit. Um, welcome to Two Friends and a Movie, the podcast where Maddie and I, you sit down and do the only two things that we love. Talking about
1: movies. That's one thing. No. It, movies and talking about them. That's the two one. things. I only like to do three things in this world. Fighting, was that screwing and reading the news i already did one <laughs> of those things today so what's the other gonna be
0: <laughs> in any case the voice you hear those those sweet tones of sexiness oh yeah way way more sexy than fucking boston accent. run rub that ass in that pudding <laughs> that would be mad lamatina and these melatones that you hear yeah this sexy-ass voice that you want to fuck. Oh. oh. <laughs> that would be me. Sixto, with my Dominican-ass accent. Both accents sexier than Boston. Yeah, accent. fuck
1: Boston. And anyone who likes Boston.
0: Hey, relax. That's Listen, not true. That's not true. We love San relax.
1: Diego on this podcast. <laughs> which is like the total opposite of Boston. It's like if Boston had a direct opposite, it'd be San Diego. My very good friends
0: and parents to my goddaughter moved to California. They're driving to California right now, just to be. in so the went,
1: Matt and Sixto podcast fan club.
0: Yeah, they drove all the way south, so they went all the way to New Orleans, and now they're driving. They're 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 driving west, so they're like in like getting to Texas now. But I am the only thing I can think of now is that every time you say. Uh, San Diego, I'm going to be thinking of my of my goddaughter and her parents. Well, that's sad. It is. Because you should but think I'm, of
1: me when you think of San Diego. No. And now these fucking people are replacing me. That's
0: fucked up. You, you are you are a guy from Long yes, Island I am that loves Detroit. irreplaceable. I'm a guy sense. from Long Island who
1: loves Detroit
0: who's from zero San sense. Diego. <laughs> Anyways. As you can tell, this podcast is not about people moving. Yeah, we're off the it's rails already. Off the rails. But if you love us and you listen to us, Andy Sanders, you, get it. you know what?
1: You get, get it. Eliana's Il- um, daughter. She loves this. too. Eliana's daughter. Th- Hi. Hi. Shout out. Uh, I don't know if Eliana wants you to use your name, so we're just going to say your daughter. Right, so we're just going to say Eliana's daughter because we so don't know how So if you want us to say your name and you're listening, tell your mom. To tell us to say your name, and we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. Name and last name, address and social whatever security you want us number. to say Bank, all bank account it. numbers. Yeah, your mom's <laughs> social security number. Whatever you got, all of it. Your all of it coming coming out. out. Uh, so we're here to talk about a movie. uh yeah. Technically, the fifth in the series. If I'm technically if I'm getting it right. Yes. I don't I don't think that's technically that is a that fact is a fact. It is a film. <laughs> I, I don't know. Wasn't there something else? I don't know. We're talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Indiana Jones Fuck Listen, I hate yeah. that name. Just to put it out there. Like okay. Dial of Destiny. Uh like it sounds pretentious. It sounds like, hmm, what's the like most non-creative thing we could think of to <laughs> put this title? I don't know, like a dial. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But it has to be more more powerful yeah, than just what a word dial? has a D in
1: it? Well, that we could put next to dial. Uh, de- destiny. Perfect. Indiana so, Jones. Let's... We're done. <laughs>
0: so, um. So, let's talk about, uh, number one, we're going to spoil this movie, so please, go watch it, come back, listen to our podcast. It's true, but there isn't a lot to spoil. (laughs) That is true enough. Um, I I mean, I don't know that I agree with you, except for that, I mean, it is Indiana Jones, so it is adventure on top of substance, I suppose, even though there is substance in the adventure. Whatever. You know what we mean. This
1: movie, oh, we'll get into it, but
0: there's not much to, to, to spoil. The movie is a very old Indiana Jones. So, Indiana Jones has had an ending where he rode off into the sunset. Right? Mm -hmm. With his father and his friends. Beautiful and perfect. Then, Indiana Jones had an ending where he found out he had a son. So, you know, some change. And he married the woman from the first movie... And now they have a son together. They're family. 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 This movie starts. <laughs> this movie st- starts. And he's lost everything. Oh, no. He has no family. He has no whip. He lives in an apartment in Manhattan. He only have a hat. And He has an apartment in Manhattan. And he's teaching. He used to teach in a very prestigious Boston University. Fuck Boston. Fuck Boston.
1: But. And. But. He's got an apartment right off of Columbus Circle. So he's not doing terrible. I mean, I suppose after
0: saving the world four times, you might get, like, a nice yeah, apartment. Yeah, I mean, he's, just, he's <laughs>
1: not struggling. Like, <laughs> well, he's, like, they make the he's apartment struggling. look like a shitty apartment. And, like, he's got a kitchen. He's got a bedroom. He's got a living room. I mean, that apartment and circle it's like $3,500 a month are you crazy you say
0: 35 yeah. you mean 55, Maybe 55. <laughs> like the lowest like the bottom of the barrel is 35 <laughs> okay okay so he's living in this apartment he's teaching in some university where nobody gives a fuck hunter. about what he's teaching right hunter, hunter college. college which okay but nobody gives a fuck about yeah what in the grand teaching. scheme of life Go fuck yourself. Because apparently New Yorkers we don't we don't pay attention to anything and we're dumb. You're not NYU. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. And um like every other Indiana Jones movie, somebody shows up when he's teaching class. Look, they get him in. Can I stop you for a second? Yes. yes, We
1: missed the beginning. We're like he's young. Oh shit. You're
0: right. Hold on. Hold on. You're right. Absolutely right. We get into that. Let me finish this point. All right,
1: finish the point. To,
0: to, so that we can go yeah, to we'll that. Start
1: in the middle of the movie. Because that's usually how movies work. You start in the middle. I'm, I'm so
0: sorry. Because I completely forgot about that. But he gets into an adventure. Which is how every Indiana Jones movie starts. So before we go to the actual beginning of this movie. Um, I don't see. And we'll get into this later obviously. I don't see why people hated everything about this movie. Because it really does have all of the makings of an Indiana Jones movie. It's
1: true. We'll get into it later. But I don't think it has all the makings, but it has most. And if you're an Indiana yes. Jones fan, you will enjoy this. It may not be your favorite Indiana Jones. It'll no. probably be your fourth favorite Indiana Jones. Possibly. But it's Indiana Jones nonetheless. Right. Like, hey. Put on your hat and get get your leather coat out of the closet. and. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend it's 1977 again, and go watch Indiana Jones. Right. Anyways, go on about the real beginning of the. So the movie, beginning of the movie. I completely movie
0: jumped over that.
1: Starts like 40 years before Sixto's part. So he's a young Indiana Jones. <laughs> it is right after. It is right after the third movie. Yeah, right after the third movie. So he's trying to. It's the same, same thing in Indiana Jones. They have the Nazis have a relic. He wants the relic. The Nazis don't want him to have the relic. He fights all the Nazis, and it's him and his buddy who teaches at Oxford, and there is an army, literal army, on trains. Like, not even, like, using that as a slang or, like, a generic of lots of people. No, it's a legitimate Nazi army is on this train. Like, generals and colonels and, like, (laughs) top-notch military people. But the Jones... It does this novel thing, as he steals the the lance they were looking for. They ended up being fake, but he steals the lance. And then when he goes to each train car, he locks the door behind them, and the soldiers are stuck. They have no, they can't <laughs> figure out how to get through this door. Nobody's ever opened. Yeah, no, it's before. like we don't. We have these guns, but we don't know how to use them guns? to get through the no, door. No, no, no.
0: I mean, you have guns, but it's a door. Yeah, this, I mean, it's not a key. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? These guns are useless now! <laughs> so, there's this big fight scene on the train. He's in the train. He's on top of the train. There's tunnels. Mm-hmm. They have to duck. Um, they end up grabbing half of the dial of destiny um, from the train and getting away. And this is where this all kind of starts. Is so It all revolves great. around this one artifact uh, that they find on this train. So, you see the guys on the train. Then they jump like 40 years in the future. And that's where Sixto was talking about. We find them in the apartment in New York City. His life has gone to shit. His kid is dead in from the, the war. His wife is divorcing him. He's got no friends. He hates his job. He's retiring. So he has nothing in his life to look forward to from this point on. And I think, uh, thank you for reminding me. Because I'm, I got to apologize. I saw this
0: movie back when it came out. Yeah, still watch it's Mad. Today. I
1: man. went to an 11.25 movie. I didn't even know 11.25 <laughs> movies existed. But my dad <laughs> wanted to see this movie, and he's very old. So I said, come on, old man. Let's go to 11.25. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I can stay up that long. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll be fine. Here's a coffee. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do believe... I, look, listen.
0: Everybody's talked about this movie to death about the, the scenes at the beginning we i think those were great scenes i think it's is very it's very amazing indiana jones sometimes the cgi work and it doesn't that doesn't bother me cuz i'm more
1: invested in the story yeah and you have to put imagination you know it's a fantasy you need to know it's a fantasy you know right. indiana jones is going to, he's the hero he's going to be fine so it's just the fun ways they can figure out how he gets himself into these terrible situations and then out of them Right, and,
0: you know, because this happened right after the third movie, and there's a fourth movie, which is chronologically correct. You know he's not going to die, but it certainly was very fucking intense. Yeah. Him dealing with the fucking Max Mickerson trying to fucking save the the Dial of Destiny. And what happens 40 years later, when he's like a retired, retiring excuse me, old man, is that his goddaughter who is the daughter of the guy that he rescued... On the train. Right. The daughter of that guy comes over to be like, oh, man, uh, I need help with some documentation about this thing. He doesn't recognize her because he hasn't seen her since she was, like, fucking 13 years old. And now she's, like, a 30-year-old woman. And he's like, oh, shit, it's really you. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the paperwork that I have on this. Meanwhile, there's all these people going after her and indy there's a cia woman with some dudes german and it turns out well it turns out that matt mickerson's who is the guy that he was fighting with in the train when they were young is grouping with these white dudes to be like oh yeah go get me the stuff that whatever she's going after i need that but that girl has it and um they go off you know she traps them he knocks everybody down. She escapes. He goes down the fucking horse, down Broadway, because the... You're the, really skipping over things here, man.
1: <laughs> I, I am, because... Uh, you know, go it, ahead. Go it's ahead. classic indie. So, now, his goddaughter wants to work with him. She He shows her the half of the Dial of Destiny that her father was obsessed with, that they thought Indy the destroyed, but he just hid, because he couldn't bear to... Destroyed from this world because he always believes these things should be in museums and studied and blah blah blah. So then he finds out his goddaughter is double crossing him and is trying to steal the dial of destiny to sell it because she's that's what she does, she steals artifacts and then goes to these really exclusive illegal auctions and sells them for lots of money. So she's doing that, and of course. Indy follows her and then the bad guys follow Indy and Indy thinks he's going to get the Dial of Destiny and then the bad guys get it and then they have to get it back and then they it's a double cross and its it's basically action scene after action scene after action scene with like two minutes of plot in between that ends the first action scene and sets up the next action scene.
0: Like every Indiana Jones movie has ever been. Kind of. And
1: so. I feel what it's missing, like, you could tell this is not Spielberg anymore. You can tell it's not Spielberg. Although, for a replacement for Spielberg, not too bad. Not too bad. I feel like they missed the, like, little quirky scenes of, like, Indy and whoever he was with, like, the short round or one of the women he was with. Like, those little interactions they had that made it fun. Um, Yeah. Like, there's one point where they're going through a cave, and they turn on their flashlights, and there's bugs surrounding them. And the bugs, like, get on their face. I feel like... Very reminiscent of Temple of Doom. Yeah. I feel like old Indy, like, they would have extended that scene a little more. Like, you would have seen, like, the bug crawling down his face, and Indy getting all, you know upset about it and freaking out (laughs) like i felt like they just like wiped it off and moved on with their day but i think
0: that that's so much more telling of indiana jones in the age that he's in like he's really all over like he's over it he's like i'm an old man i shouldn't have this whip i shouldn't be doing all this shit. i'm only doing it because like he's given up on so much of his life, and I think that this movie is him coming back to life to some degree right Well, that's what they, like at he, the end
1: where his wife comes back and she's like "Are
0: you back right and he's like yeah I'm back like so and that's what I think that this movie is, like the 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 core situation of this movie and look let's get, the reason I'm going really fast to this movie is because i like the plot doesn't it's like they find the doubt of destiny they get it the, the guys, the Nazis are, are hunting them because they want to do the Dial of Destiny. The Nazis get the Dial of Destiny. They make it work, just like every other yeah. Indy movie. Yeah, the bad guy they gets it, it,
1: and at the last second, mm-hmm. Indy jumps
0: in and saves the day. Right, so they make it work. They open this. The, what the Dial of Destiny does is it gives you an exact point in time when a fissure would open in time and space to allow you to travel through time. So what Max Mitter, Matt Mickerson's trying to do is kill Hitler, take over Nazi
1: Germany in the invasion of Poland to make work properly. Yeah, he feels Hitler so makes that, a lot of mistakes, so he thinks he can lead the Nazi army better. And if he knows all the mistakes that happened going forward, this would be entirely this would be a Nazi world instead of what it is today.
0: Right, and so what
1: happens is that it's interesting because what they
0: end up happening is going to the point in time where the guy that created the, the dial of destiny is finishing the work.
1: Yeah. And, and it ends up figuring out that it just goes home for the guy who made it. And also it's a closed loop. They're
0: supposed to get there so they can talk to him and let him know. This is where we came from. The exact, the, the exact time that we came from 2000 years in the future. And then he can build the dial of destiny bring them back to that point in time so they can come back to him. Yeah.
1: Because otherwise the title of destiny doesn't happen. And that's the only, so, only thing that happens. Like it only goes right. those 2,000 two years. Because right. they break down the Go dates. Right back. It's August 20th uh, whatever year that was when they went back in time and then August 20th of their current year. Right. And so
0: I it is it is um, it is a closed loop. So one needs to happen for the other to happen. But also, the, the, the idea that Indy, when he f- falls back in time, and he's now 2,000 years in the past, and he's like, I want to stay here. My whole life has been looking into the past, and I want to live in this moment. And his goddaughter is like, shut the fuck up, get in the plane, we're leaving. And he's like, no, I'm staying. And she knocks him out, puts him on the plane. I'm fine with that. He's been shot in the stomach. He's weak. Yeah. He's an
1: old 89-year-old man. I'm fine with it. I kind of was hoping he would stay in the past, but... That would have been cute, but I don't think he can. I don't think he can, because he doesn't. Like, right. This movie kind of says that there's no re- real free will. Like, your right. destiny has been charted, and it's planned. What's that? What What did you say? Your what? Destiny. Oh, like the dial, the points yeah, right Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, where, see where I'm getting that here. So they were always meant to find it, go through that hole, go back 2,000 years, meet the guy who invented it, and then go back home. It's already yeah. been written. That's how life is. That's, That's how what they're is. doing.
0: And I think that you're right, that it would have been more interesting for him to stay in the past. Because otherwise, the way this movie ends is that Indiana Jones uh, ends up in the place where he ended up in the last movie, back with his wife. His son Mutt is dead because he went to Vietnam. Even though Indy, the reason why why Indy left his wife is because Mutt died, and he couldn't. He didn't know what to do with all of the pain that was happening for Mutt's mother and for himself. So they just broke up. He just couldn't help her and she needed help. Mm-hmm. He needed somebody to be there for her and she he couldn't be that guy. And he learns by going back into time and having this adventure, he restarts his machine to be able to be with her. It's a little weird, but it is it is kind of cute. But ultimately, what happens with this movie is that it becomes a middle Indiana Jones movie. It shouldn't be the end. Right? Because it ends,
1: it ends where the last one stands. Ending. Yeah, the ending was... So, at the end, you know, it's a classic indie movie. Uh They solve it. The bad guys have been defeated. He's back home. His wife comes back. She wants to reignite things. Um They do that scene where... The last movie where he kisses her arm and he kisses her neck and... Yeah, yeah that's from the first movie. Yeah, um... And then it's like, and everyone's happily ever after. Uh, Right. I didn't like it totally because I feel like, first the goddaughter, I feel like you spend your whole life being a criminal, and then she's just not anymore. She's like, oh, now I'm good. It's cool now. Um, So I didn't really buy that (laughs) too much. And I don't know. It kind of, you had all this adventure for two and a half hours. And then, kind of, none of it means anything because they end up right back where the movie started with nothing really <laughs> changed. Well, I
0: mean, that's more of a like, I would say that is very true about a movie like Ant-Man 3. Like, Ant-Man 3 literally redoes the first sequence of shots, just redone with one difference: that he pays for the cake or whatever, for the coffee or whatever it is. But. I think that this movie, the, I think the reason why I like this movie so much, and this, I, there's two things that I loved about this movie. The first is that it get, it, I had a legitimate sense of adventure that I would get from the original movies, mm-hmm. and that's not nostalgia. It is just that sense of adventure that those movies teach you. Like it, the original Indiana Jones movies always made me feel like, if you're smart enough, like Indiana Jones you will press the one button that will open the one cave inside of the cave or the one door inside of the cave that no one else found. Mm-hmm. And I found, I felt that in this movie. It's adventures for adventure's sake, and I think that it shows how smart he is. And the second thing that I found about this movie, um, before we go back and divulge on that one, is that Indy had an arc, a redemption arc, as a person. He was lost as a human being. He had kind of given up on everything in his life because his son died. And he finds his mojo back. And I'm, I'm not
1: mad at that. It's just, it, you know. I'm not mad at just... it either. I, and I kind of liked the Goddaughter character for the most part. I mm. like that she was a little shady, a little underhanded, but also mm. smart and, you know, could figure yeah. things out. I kind of was hoping they would have catch her that way. Um, but it seems like they're kind of setting up for almost like Star Wars that like, here's Indiana Jones, but a girl. Right. And I, I, I would agree to that except for,
0: I, I mean, I don't know. Look, the first Indiana Jones had Marion, right? Mm-hmm. And, and she was exactly that. She was exactly that. She's spunky. She's very smart. She's his equal. Mm-hmm. At all turns, she's his equal. She doesn't know as much as he does, but she's just as—I mean—for a nineteen eighty-three movie, he, she's just as successful at being. Uh, what was that word that I'm looking for? Uh, um, Professional. No, like getting out of jams, as Indiana Jones is. But you know, it's nineteen eighty-three, so like she's not very powerful. Uh-huh. And I, I, in the second one, you had the more annoying girl. Oh, I hated that, that girl. Just screamed. Yeah, she just was. Screamed she was the helpless.
1: Helpless female, right? 100 in distress, yeah, like the the absolute cliche version of that
0: character, right? And then in the third one, you don't have a female personality except for the one that betrays him.
1: Mm -hmm. You have the dad who kind of plays that role,
0: and you have the dad that kind of plays exactly the role of the the person in distress that he needs to help, but that is his equal, but different. They are equal in that they're resourceful enough Mm -hmm. to do everything, but they're different in the way that they approach every
1: situation. There are people who don't need rescuing that Indiana Jones thinks he needs to rescue. Right. And I think that in the, in the
0: case of his goddaughter, she's even more active than he is because he's an old man. Yeah. But I think that they're equals in that she's equally smart She's equally resourceful. She just doesn't have his knowledge because he's been doing it for fucking hundred years. Yeah, he doesn't have his experience. So right.
1: she could still learn from him, but right. she doesn't need rescuing from him.
0: Never. But I just don't think that they were setting up... A- her solo adventure, even though she's the one with the psychic. Oh, even though, I think
1: 100% they're setting her up. You
0: think so? Yeah. I mean, I I don't, I, I, if, even if, if that were to be, I didn't read it that way. Let's just say it like that. I read it like all of the other Indiana Jones movies, but I, it's a different time now. I mean, it's 2023. Everybody wants a universe. So, yeah. right. And why not give it a
1: shot? Like, is there still an audience? Like, if this right. movie does shit, they don't have to make a new one with her. But if it has a following they set it up perfectly oh the people like this here we go we got a new new franchise
0: right and he would have been he would have been like in the in the tv series he comes in in the beginning he's the one giving her the mission probably yeah and she's the one that solves it and brings back whatever object needs to be in a museum belongs in a museum
1: like like creed like he's the main person in the first movie Kind of right. there in the second movie. Gone in the third movie. Because <laughs> he hates the producer. Yeah. <clears throat> but,
0: you know, I, I've heard a lot of hate for this movie. And I think that the hate that I find that it is for this movie. Well, number one, I don't think this movie had the the amount of, of um, what am I looking for, uh, um, ads and stuff to let you know that it was out with pre like they didn't build momentum for it they were just like this is our next week it's our next
1: week i guess you better watch it next week i feel it gets a lot of hate because people want it to be indiana jones when it was in 1983 when it first came out and it's never going to be that and it also could be you the can't. As I'm saying, it, can't, it could be the greatest indiana jones story ever made it's still not going to make you feel like it made you feel in 1983. It's impossible. Yeah, because you already know it happened. Like, it's never going to be that exact. You're always holding it up to a standard that it's never going to reach. You're never going
0: to meet it. And I think that it's very interesting because I feel like I was so happy with how much more of a substance of the original movies this movie had. Yeah? I know that a lot of people hated this movie. But what I think it has is all of the substance from original Indiana Jones that makes Indiana Jones an Indiana Jones movie. So I I put it the same as Temple of Doom. Like, I feel like they're equally as good if this one is not a little bit better. I don't know why I like this movie so much more than I thought I would, probably because I thought everybody hated it, so I thought it was gonna be shit, but I actually loved it for being an Indiana Jones story and because he's old and because he's like somebody coming to terms with the fact that he's like, I'm done, I'm finished, what happens to me? it doesn't matter because I'm an old person, but you also have a chance as an old person to do more. Yeah. And to show that you still can be the same person. You just have to do it a little slower. Mm-hmm. The action sequences, I think like the chase sequence in Morocco, wherever that was, were there in the car within in the little car. Yeah, yeah. That shit was fantastic. I love that.
1: I loved every second of that. Yeah. You know, there's only one part that a little, that ignored me from that, uh, events they're in one cart and it crashes and there's another cart sitting right there so they jump out of the crash cart and jump into this new cart mm-hmm. and then they're driving again some more and they do some more chasing and then the new cart breaks down and they're like oh no now we're fucked like this car doesn't work and they have to like do all these things to try to fix the cart why didn't yeah. they just jump into another car like they just did? Because <laughs> it wasn't one right next to them. I mean, <laughs> there was so like you seemed like there was a thousand cars. They couldn't just walk down the block and jump into different cars. <laughs> I just I think that was great. The the
0: I think the 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 twenty minutes at the beginning with the retro Indiana Jones were not only necessary but so great for the movie because it kind of gives you that difference, right? Like that was indie. Uh-huh. This is no longer indie. Like indie is not that person. That person is is an old man that doesn't have that power. It, this that person is an old man that doesn't get the accolades and the and the and the uh and the praise that he was getting when he was doing this crazy shit. Um, I heard from another podcast, which I think was interesting, that the reason why Crystal Skulls doesn't work and this works. It's because in The Crystal Skull, he doesn't murder anybody. <laughs> but in this movie, he shoots motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> he doesn't care. There was a lot more <laughs> shooting in this movie than I expected. And he knocks motherfuckers out with one motherfucking swing. Yeah. And he's 89. This is a, here. Done. you dead. <laughs> and I don't know that... I don't know that it is such a, a bad thing that in the is old and 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 not the same energy to end his mission. But I do agree with the sentiment that it's kind of unnecessary. Like, this whole movie and the last movie are kind of unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Because Indiana Jones uh, uh, and uh, the one with the dad... What's that one called again? Uh, uh, the Last Crusade. The Last
1: Crusade, that's it.
0: So The Last Crusade, I think was a very perfect ending for what those movies were back then. Mm -hmm. So the last two movies, like I said, because he had two different endings, I appreciated that he married Marion and then he has a kid. I appreciated that because it's a difference in his life. But really and sincerely, it's kind of unnecessary... The same as this one, like, it's okay that he's old, but I, you know, like, who cares? This could have been, like, a like a one-hour Disney special. Yeah. Where they show him now where he's old, and that's it. You know? The Disney special could have been the beginning 20 minutes where he's retrograded, right? <laughs> and then showing him, like, putting the Dial of Destiny back because he got it. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember this, but I got it. I grabbed the back. I found it in the lake. They found it in the lake. They gave it to him, and he's old-ass Indiana Jones running a museum. And that would have been a much better fucking adventure to show anybody to see if they were interested in Indiana Jones than a whole movie that has no point.
1: You know? Um, yeah. But... It is exciting and entertaining, I think. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think the action scenes are all very good. Is there mm-hmm. one too many? Probably. Probably. Um, But I didn't mind. And there was none where I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this to end kind of scene. Like, I was more like, oh, another one. Um, <laughs> I kind of missed some of the, the wittiness of Indiana Jones. There wasn't a lot of good one-liners or... Or right. like quotable lines, or like really rememberable right. scenes that you're gonna remember, like uh, going forward. Like there's no kali ma, there's no like picking the right cup of Christ, like right. those type of scenes. I feel like those right. iconic right. scenes, uh, this movie was kind of missing. Like it didn't have that I, one thing that grabbed you.
0: And I think that you're right. That by the time you get to the end, there's so much movie that it feels like oh. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not drowning in the movie, but you're not, you're not collecting information anymore. It's just like at that point where it's like, all right, so it ended. Beautiful. I'm out. Le- let me leave. But you're right. Even Crystal Skull had a, a moment. It's a hated moment. But even Crystal Skull has the moment where Mud is swinging with the monkeys on the trees. Uh huh. Everybody hates that moment, but everybody remembers that moment. Mm. Right. And everybody remembers that mud is on the motorcycle, or whatever, with the knife and all that shit. Like, you remember so much more of Crystal's Call, even though it's a way more hated movie than this one. But it's more memorable because you're right. It's Steven Spielberg, I suppose. He knows how to create
1: those moments. Yes, yeah, Spielberg. Like, you could tell this isn't Spielberg. And there's no knock on this guy. Like, no. Spielberg is one of the best directors. Like,. Ever, ever, right. so you yeah. know, it's not everyone's going to be Spielberg, <laughs> right? Uh, especially when you have already set up such a legacy, like to live up to. Like these movies are held in such high regard that you're never going to reach that, no matter how good you are. You're just never going to hit it. You're never going to um, match it. So for what it was, I thought it was decent. I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't love it if I never saw it. I don't think I'd miss any part of my life. I wouldn't be like, no. oh man, I really wish I saw that movie. Like, but it was a nice experience. I'm glad I got to see it. and I think seeing it in the theater made it better than if I would have seen it at home. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for just sure. because of those type of scenes. And it just seems like these are what the movies are these days. And maybe I'm just old now, but I kind of missed some of these old movies where it wasn't just action scene after action scene. Like when I went to see this movie, the first trailer was for Expendables 4, which is. <laughs> ex, ex Fun Four. Yeah, doubles. Ex Four. <laughs> um, and it seems to me that movie is just action scene, action scene, action scene, action scene. And then it was funny because. That trailer ends with a shot of Jason Statham. And the next trailer was Meg 2, which the first scene was Jason Statham. So I'm like, it's just a Jason Statham (laughs) teaser line here. (laughs) And that movie looks the exact same way. It's just action scene, action scene, action scene. And we just did Fast X, which is action scene, action Action scene, 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 action scene. I feel like movies the plot has been, like, this. the dialogue, those kind of, like, simple things are gone. Like, people don't write dialogue anymore. They don't write woody lines. There's no quotes. There's no, like, it's just how do we blow this up bigger than the last time we blew this up? Right, and then, you like,
0: if you get quotes it's because somebody's being sarcastically making fun of you, like, family. Because that's not really a quote. It's just, like, this motherfucker is all about family. And, uh, you know, I I, I just I, I think that you Yes. I I feel like Marvel has made everything into a spectacle. Yeah. And I and I think that as much as I enjoy that the only complaint I continue to have and why a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once hit so hard for me and for you and for the Academy even though people don't agree with us and think that that, that shouldn't have been the movie that won it's because that movie has morphed into a modern version of that sentiment of you can have a movie that has action, it has comedy,
1: but it has feeling which is the most important part. Yeah, I think that's right. Like you miss the love for the character. Like the characters and everything Mm -hmm. everywhere, you fell in love with. You felt bad for that mother. You wanted her to succeed. You wanted her daughter and her to get along. You wanted the father to get some respect. Like you wanted all these things. I feel like if this was your first Indiana Jones movie, you don't fall in love with Indiana Jones. No. I mean, the, half of the movies in Indiana Jones not being in love with himself. Yeah, but even that, like, you could have a character who's an antihero who doesn't love himself that you feel for, that you're like, oh, I can't wait for this guy to find his way. Like, you, I feel like yeah. you don't... Like, unless you knew Indiana... Like, I think they took a lot of liberties. Like, you have to know yeah. the whole Indiana Jones story to find him likable in this movie. If this was your first... Yeah indiana jones experience you're gonna be like why is this old man jumping from trains and all? like it doesn't make any sense <laughs> right like you don't love I, him no
0: no and, and you're right that they're writing a lot on you knowing who he is what he does in order for you because that is the that is the essence of the movie who he was is not who he is he has to find his way back you have to know who he yeah. was and those 20 minutes cemented if you knew him But if you're watching it for the first time, I wonder if this is your first Indiana Jones movie, like you're saying. I wonder if it has the same impact as having the boulder coming down and him running away from it.
1: And him having that face and, like, just missed all those things. Like, the hat underneath the wall and he reaches back and grabs the hat. Like, all those things. I feel like you missed the fun part of Indiana Jones. The relatable part of Indiana Jones. Yeah. I, like it's yeah it's like he's a, he's like a superhero now like right? where he used to be just a guy who went on this crazy adventure,
0: and I think that's the Marvelized version of movies now. But the one complaint that I've always had, like I was saying, is that there should be room for all of it, so that a movie like Indiana Jones could have had that middle that middle part in which it always existed.
1: Yeah, take out one action scene and put in a couple of little scenes where you feel. The humans, the human part of Indiana Jones, right? Like, make and, him upset yeah. that his goddaughter has betrayed him. It's, it's a criminal yeah. has betrayed him. Yeah, make, like let's like be upset that the old Oxford professor is dead. Like, you really don't get any feeling to the very end where he sees his ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife or whoever she is in this movie comes in, yeah. and then like you got to see the emotion from Indiana Jones. But you had to get through two and a half hours to get any emotion out of him and you're right because he those chances do exist
0: that he's that he's even feels that his daughter his daughter his goddaughter is a disappointment to him like there's none of it yeah like he just feels like oh you're a thief and I don't I don't deal with you and she's like well you were a fucking thief too well don't fucking take it out on me there's so much opportunity to have a better exchange emotionally that gives you more from that it's like once again India and his dad have such good report because you know the whole time he's like, Junior, Junior, mm-hmm. Junior. And he's like, Don't fucking, my name is Indiana. He's like, Indiana is the fucking dog, and that pits so hard yeah, because you feel the of frustration. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, I really, I gotta say, I really like this movie. I really did. I'm being very honest, I know it's not a good movie, but neither is Temple of Doom. Yeah, so. I just really found a sense of adventure for the difference of age that I have with Indy. It makes me feel like those kids made me feel as a kid. Those movies made me feel as a kid that there is something out there that I could do be doing that is just as exciting. And I think that that feeling is really hard hard to capture. And I don't think it hits everybody the same way. It doesn't because it doesn't hit me that way. No, but it's not... I I recognize that the movie's not good. However, this is the same guy that was... Had had a guy screaming, Kalima, take his heart out. You know? So... So...
1: Just to quantify your feeling, if there was a system of toes Uh that went from zero toes being a terrible, terrible movie and six toes being... Best picture of the year. How many toes you give in Indy? All right.
0: So I'm going to do something that you did the last time we gave. Oh, boy. Not the last time, but maybe the time before. I'm going to give this movie. And, no, the last time you did this for Fast X. So I'm going to do it now. Do it. I'm going to give Steal you my... Steal my idea. Em- Just take it. My em- my, I'm going to give you my emotional toes and the movie toes. All right. Okay? Very different. Emotional toes... I gave this movie four and a half toes. Oh, shit. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to watch it again. I'm going to watch this movie again and enjoy it even more. And I know that. Oh, damn. damn, Real toes. Real toes is about one and a half. I think it's a one and a half toe movie. It's not, you're not going to waste your time watching it. It's not bad. It's just not great. It doesn't really say anything. So you can skip it and it won't hurt you. But if you find it on television and like Matt would like to do, because Matt does five billion things in his house while he's watching movies. He does so many things. He's he's doing he's doing so much. You can watch three movies. I do. So like, if you have one one of them. those uh, one of those Matt La Martina days, you can put on Indiana Jones on the background and watch it. And I think even watch it at home, even though the movie experience is so much better. You're not going to hate either one. But I think it's not a good movie. One and a
1: half toes. All right. I usually struggle a little bit to like quantify a movie because it's difficult to put a, like an exact rating on. This one, no problem. Two toes. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. It's got a <laughs> lot of action, which is fun. It's got some nostalgia that if you like Indiana Jones, you'll enjoy. But if you don't know it, you don't really lose much of the movie. Like, it enhances the movie, but it really doesn't take away if we don't understand it. Um, and that's it. The story is simple. Uh, it's a feel-good type of movie because it's someone down and out who revives himself. There's action, the adventure. There's a clear-cut good guy and a clear-cut bad guy. Um 100%. Which makes it very easy to enjoy um... You know, it's fun it's enjoyable uh like we said there's no quotes or anything you're going to write home about but it's a fun movie nah. experience and at the end Hell of the day yeah. that's what you're paying for a fun movie experience so go fucking experience it asshole whoa 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 um while we're here uh here we are we had
0: we had mentioned last time that we were going to talk about jason gonzalez short film Luna we did film and we've both seen it we did and now we can talk about it. This won't be long because it's a very short film. It's about fifteen. I think it's seventeen 16. minutes. Seventeen
1: minutes. Thank you. And uh, it's a low budget short film. Uh, yes. So you got to keep it, you know, in contact. It's not a three million dollar Fast X movie. Right. It's a very low budget film made by a bunch of people who just love film. Uh, right. Not, this is not for money. This isn't for fame. This is just for the love of film. Correct.
0: And um, here are the things that I'm going to say, because you have to keep those things into consideration. Uh, The good things are, uh, it has some, some for what it is. And I have to say that as a very strong caveat for what it is. There are, there are some interesting uh, characters and, some acting that I was a bit surprised with. I was like, wow, that's pretty good acting for a short film that's made probably with students mm-hmm. or whatever, and friends. Um, um, it, I feel that the story was very clear and simple to follow. However, because it is a short film, and it's about 17 minutes, it suffers from being a short film. So I feel like there's places that it doesn't breathe, and it kind of moves the plot forward, and so that it ends it's kind of quick in that sense. Um, and I think that... But, you know, Jason did this entire fucking movie by himself. He sat down. He shot all of it with his friend. He sat down, edited every part of it, created every single effect. So I'm not expecting Hollywood quality effects. And they work. I have one complaint about the story. What's that? And the only complaint that I have about the story is that he talks about a kingdom. But then they are a tribe you can't be both you have to you have to choose one Uh (laughs) Um, but uh, that's the only that's the only problem that I have with the movie other than that it works yeah it's a little bit fast paced and some like the pacing can be a little quick for some aspects of it but solid four toes for a short film made at home from from somebody that has a very creative mind that's just trying to get it out
1: there solid four where you at? Um, I would agree with you. I would go I was thinking more of three and a half, but I can go up to four, I think. I think it's like you said, it's a short film, it's low budget, so it looks low budget, but mm-hmm. I don't think that takes too much away no. from the movie. Because the movie it's uh it's a war movie, it's uh kind of guerrilla style, so that type of uh, imagery isn't terrible for what they're going for. I think they picked right. a very good uh, story to tell this way. It's, it's it could be done raunchy and you know gritty. Uh, right, 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 right. I believed all the characters. There was no one I saw and I was like, "Oh, this guy's a terrible actor." Like I believed everybody. Everyone seemed uh, yeah. yeah.
0: This, uh, this the doctor, this a doctor at the beginning that's kind of like overacting a little bit. But just at the beginning, and then he kind of tones it down, and I was like, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, but, but you know I didn't I mean. mind
1: it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was... It's a fun story. It's a, a story that doesn't suffer of too much nonsense. I feel that's the best part of being right. a short film, is right. there's a clear-cut beginning, middle, and end. Right. There's a problem occurs, they figure out a way to solve the problem, solve problem is solved end of movie, um, which, I, th- I don't know, I, th- I enjoyed it, 17 minutes, and I enjoyed all 17 minutes of it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's a solid for Go check it out. M-A-L-U-N-A. Maluna film. It is a fantasy film, um, uh, and it's nominated for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you can find he it on YouTube putting, or Google it, you'll find yeah and it's it's nominated for a bunch of stuff um i think that that is definitely worth the watch it's more worth the watch than indiana jones <laughs>
1: yeah support support the young filmmakers because yeah. without supporting young filmmakers we'll never find the next deal spielberg and these people Absolutely, they all started this way they need your support even though Jason is an old fart. Older he's, than Sixto. Like, he's a week older than and me. And we all know how old Sixto is. He's 45. 55. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, that's it, I think, man. Thanks. D- d- anything else you got? No, I think that's cool. I think coming up, we're both going on summer vacation, like I said. So we'll be off for a few weeks. There's a yeah. bunch of movies we like. I don't know, yeah. to any of them, or some of them, <laughs> or all of them. I'm, I mean,
0: I've been going to the movie theater. I have that AMC thing, and I've been using it, man. I, I already saw Mission Impossible. I am ready to see Oppenheimer. I'm going to go see Barbie, especially because Stephanie wants to watch it with me, so I'm ready to go to the movies with Stephanie. So I'm
1: going, man. Yeah, I'm doing there's it. There's fun things out there. I know we talked about, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but the Spider-Man movie, movie looked fun. There's that West Anderson film that looks good. Yeah. Uh, I still want to see Bo's Afraid that we've been talking about for like twelve months. It feels like yes. Um, <laughs> so there's lots out there. When we get back, yeah, it will be a surprise. But we'll do one of them. You got it, man. Uh,
0: thank you for stopping by San Diego. And thank you for uh,
1: thank you for stopping by everybody and San Diego and <laughs> six those godparents who now live in San Diego. <laughs> special special shout out to you um and not boston andy Savas.
0: yeah not boston andy Savas. uh thank you for stopping by thank you for for giving us your time and listening to us i hope you pass this along if you like it just
1: fucking give it some stars or whatever the fuck i don't know something to make do something make me feel your love (laughs) i remember yes it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood no
0: it is fuck Hey, the cat
1: asked you like four times if you had a podcast. Was it cat that was like, "Yeah, cat." So we have a new coworker. Her name is Cat, <laughs> and she was astounded because we put it We have a whiteboard, and we, I put the latest episode on the whiteboard so everybody at our work knows because that is the most important thing at the job. Um, <laughs> and she thought I was joking at first. She's like, "Wait, you have a podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "No, wait, a real podcast." <laughs> I think she thought, like, are you doing podcasts? Like, you know
0: how these new podcasts are, like, creating a mystery or whatever the fuck? It's like, no, we're not creative. we just
1: talk about Ooh, movies, yeah. man. You guys create it, and then we critique it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we That's take right. the work of a 100 or so different people who spent probably 12 to 18 months putting together this movie yeah. for the yeah. world to see. But yeah. two guys... Or should I say, two friends in a movie (laughs) are sitting on your work and telling you where you went wrong. That's right. That's
0: right, motherfucker. That's right, motherfucker. Don't test me. Yeah. Anyways, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Cue the song. song.
1: Music. We cue the
0: music. Whatever. Just do the thing. Do what thing? Cue the music. Thank you. (laughs) Two friends.